0: This is the Hungry Being Audio Show. Hey, Hungry Nation. Welcome to the show. My name is KP and I'm your host. Today, I have Jason from the Butler Journal on the show. He runs the Butler Journal where he documents his debt reduction journey, visiting wonderful cities without going broke and also sharing different side hustles that people can use to make extra money. Jason, I completely and totally appreciate you being on the show, uh, welcome. I'm glad to be here KP, thank
1: you for reaching out to me.
0: Yeah, for sure, I, uh, I've i been following your content for a few months now and uh, I feel like a lot of what you put out resonates with what the brand I'm uh, I'm trying to build is all about, and also what I'm personally um, trying to do. So I, uh, as soon as I saw the opportunity to to reach out and and have and just get a little bit more context into Jason, I uh, I couldn't pass the opportunity up. So uh, thank you. <laughs> no problem,
1: man. No problem.
0: Yeah, you've been writing for a really long time, haven't you? On your blog. Yes. Um it
1: actually be five years in March. Five years in March. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really long time. Where do you uh
0: where's where how did you start? Tell me the whole from the beginning, the whole nine.
1: Okay, perfect, perfect. Let me see. I basically start um start at the beginning. Um growing up, um you taught to go to go to college, well to go to, go to school, make good grades then go to college, graduate, and you come out with that $50,000 job. Um, it doesn't work like that. Um, <laughs> I was able to graduate from the wonderful Savannah State University, but it took me a year and a half to get my first full-time job. During that time, I had to make decisions um, whether to either pay like my rent and my cell phone bill or to pay my student loan bill. Um, look, during the time I'm looking for a full-time job, I need my phone, and I always need a place to stay. So I paid my 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 bills like that, my rent and my other bills. I mean, I let my student loan debt kind of like stagger and build up. Well, it took it took a few years for me to like get right on the finances. But around twenty twelve, between late twenty twelve, early twenty thirteen, I started reading a lot of different financial blogs, and it motivated me to do better. Um, I turned I was turning thirty towards um, pretty much in October of 2013 so I figured that this was the right time for me to go on and um, get my get my finances correct I started the Butler Journal in March 2013 basically as a way to hold myself accountable and to like try to motivate and help other people as well The first couple of years of the website were up and down um, I didn't take it as serious the content was not as good but something clicked in 2015 I started i was well i I actually got my first during i i was able to get another full-time job in late 2014 after being out off out the workforce out, out of out of being outside of the full-time workforce for a year and a half in january of 2015 i started my debt reduction again i was able to i was able, i was able to increase my credit by one hundred sixty eight points in eight months and get a i was able to also get a focus plan and i started side hustling. Um, since then it's pretty much my debt for the most part has been going down. I've Had a couple couple things happen here and there to make me accrue debt again. Just so, like I recently got back into credit card debt because I had to pay out some taxes, um, put FinCon on my credit card and a couple other small hospital bills. But at the end of the day, everything's going well. My website is growing and it's a great resource to help people stay focused, and figure out a side hustle and how to have fun while they're in debt. Wow. That's uh,
0: <laughs> that's a story and a half. Wow. <laughs> that's, uh, you know, talk about ups and downs and cycles, right? Wow. Yeah. that's uh, Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. No problem. So you, you mentioned, you know, it's the whole college thing, right? And I feel like, you and I can have this conversation um, and be on the same page with it. What about that process or that whole college thing? How did you navigate, you know, I'm about to graduate high school. Do I want to go to college? Do I not want to go to college? How did you
1: navigate that? For me, um, like I'm from the city of Atlanta, like Mm -hmm. the real Atlanta, Georgia. Um, not, not yeah. So I'm not, I'm not from the outskirts. I'm literally from the hood. Um, college was, college was my way out. Um, ever since I was like in, ever since I was in middle school, I knew I wanted to go to college because Mm -hmm. I didn't exactly know it. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do when I, when I graduated and when I was becoming an adult, but I did know I wanted to go to school to get a way to get a chance to like experience some different things and grow as a person. So college was always, um, was always a goal of mine. Mm. what was your what was your
0: degree in my degree is in marketing marketing awesome yep wow so you you graduate college um what was what was your first job how much was it paying if you if you can uh, if you can let the nation know even if you
1: want to yeah yeah definitely definitely um well i graduated during i graduated in 2008 Mm. Um, if, you remember, if you remember what happened in 2000, well, two, that was not a good time to graduate because in 2008, that's when we hit the recession. Um, I basically was working my part-time job that I was working in college for like, for, for like a year afterwards. Um, I was getting paid $10 an hour. It was basically like worker, worker retail. And then my first full-time job after that was at, well, was at Waco, well, was at Wacovia Bank. Which is now Wells Fargo, and no. I think I, pay, I I don't even know how much they paid me, but it wasn't it wasn't much more than ten dollars. It might have been like eleven or twelve or something like that. Wow, wow, that's wild.
0: <laughs> dude, it sucks, dude, but it's all good. Yep, and and you learn from that. So so that was two thousand eight. So two thousand eight, two thousand nine, you were working all the way through um, twenty twelve. Uh when you started the blog or you 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 started reading about blogs and all that.
1: Um so how much how much debt did you have getting out of school, if I can ask? Um getting out of school at the time debt wasn't that high. It probably was about let's see, probably was about like fifty eight, fifty nine thousand at that point. Um, okay. Yeah, at at that point. It got a little bit higher because I did something which was stupid but i don't know i might have, I, I might would have still do it again um i was working at a i was working at my first university and i debated i thought about going back to school so i registered for classes um with me registering for classes i was able to get financial aid um and i took out some extra loans like an extra twelve thousand dollars worth of loans so that wasn't the smartest thing to do but on the mm-hmm. flip side some of that money that I got from those loans did help me take my cross-country trip which I did before I turned 30 which was on my which was one of my um bucket list goals. So I'm not too mad about the extra $12,000 like it wasn't the smartest thing to do, but right. that cross-country trip was epic. Um and it, it changed it changed my way of thinking forever. Wow. See, that's wild. Like I mean,
0: it took me 6 years to graduate college, right? And yep. with, that, with that extra time comes with the extra bills and I'm, yeah. uh, I, when I was done, I had about sixty three I think it was a total sixty to sixty three mm-hmm. and uh, I, you know i've been 've been working on that really hard, and you know sometimes we have to take the those trips like that trip you mentioned I did one where I went to Florida for a a weightlifting competition. And looking back now, I'm like, and with everything I know about money and being uh, financially free, I'm like, I definitely should not have went on that trip to Florida. But going on that trip, you know, taught me so much about myself. Like I had to train in order to go and compete at that level. And that taught me how to, you know, if when you put your mind to something, you make it happen. That 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 kind of teaching it taught me that, um, and even like that was the first trip I had taken my by myself. Uh, oh, wow. Where, yeah, where I was like, let me book a plane flight. Let me um, book a hotel. Uh, when I get there, how am I gonna get around? That was like the first time I'd done anything like that. So like that, that that just resonates with me well where you know you use the money you, you you could have used the money to to be more productive with it but you used it to essentially reinvest in yourself um, and I think that's awesome I mean you that, that's a once in a life opportunity that you won't get again. I agree. I
1: definitely agree with that.
0: Yeah. Wow. That's uh that's wild. So how many how many side um. Jobs or how many part-time jobs did you have when you got out? Did you just have the one, or were you working on multiples? You see, at this time,
1: it's crazy. Um, I was working at the at the at the retail store um, that was connected to a restaurant that I used to work at. So at that time, I was doing that. Then I had a couple side hustles. Um, basically, the main well, the only side hustle at that time, I was I was selling CDs, so I was like the music man around around right, yeah. campus and around the, the city. So I was doing I was doing all right during that time. Um trying to think. After that, after I started working at the bank, the the side, man, I didn't have any other part time jobs for a minute after that. So I was I was struggling. I was still doing CDs a little bit, but around this time this twenty it's two thousand nine and twenty ten, um, iTunes just starting to pick up. So less and less people are asking for music. Mm. Technology shut you down. (laughs) Yeah, it did. It definitely did. But the crazy thing is that in the early 2000s, I was good. Like, a lot of people talk about how they were broke in college. I didn't experience being broke in college. Like, me and my friends, we made money. Like, a a couple of us sold music. Now, I've experienced being broke as an adult. But in college, hell no. (laughs) Of course.
0: I know how it goes. I'm the same one. I mean, I had... All throughout college, I had like a job, whether it was working on campus or being an RA, um, I've, I've, I've done all of it. So I, I know exactly what you mean. Now, looking back, I have no idea where all that money went.
1: <laughs> I'm with you. I'm, I'm definitely with you, man. Like I yeah. just I think I did um, one too many happy hours. That's, yeah. that's probably that's probably what my money was at back, back during those times. <laughs> oh man, just looking
0: back, wow. So, what uh, what blog, what or what kind of blogs were you uh reading uh, around that time or in 2012,
1: 2013? Is that a couple, couple of? Yeah, there was a couple blogs that I started reading. Now, one that I can remember the most, which is actually like the the reason I started blogging, was um Michelle's Michelle Schroeder Gardner's blog, which is Making Sense of Sense. Yep. Um I started following her when she was in debt and shoot man, she started making making money on the side and I just was like, wow, she just motivated me. And I was and I was like, if she can do it, I should be able to do it. So I was reading that site. I was reading um Young Adult Money, Budget Are Sexy. Yeah, different sites like that. And it just got me focused. So it was it was I figured I figured I might everybody I figured that I saw other people doing it. I can do it too, and my demographic is a little bit different than, than theirs is. So I might as well get out there and make it happen. Yeah, put your voice out. Yes, yes, have to. That's awesome. So,
0: how, did you? How many blogs did you or have you uh, started? Because I feel like a lot of people, um, when when you have that rush of initial inspiration. It's like, let me try this. And then you figure out, oh, that's not really what I want to do. And then you go to the next one. You're like, eh, maybe I don't want to really want to do that. Uh, did you have that experience or was it just the Butler Journal? I'm going full force ahead.
1: Man, it's funny. I actually, actually started blogging with one of my frat brothers. Um, I, was writing, I was writing on his site probably like maybe a year before I started my site. And it wasn't like as serious as the Butler Journal is. So I eventually, we both eventually stopped working on that one, but I, I did, the. then I started the Butler Journal and I started like an affiliate site probably a couple of years after that, but it flopped because I didn't know what I was doing at the time. So mm-hmm. basically three sites and the Butler Journal was the one that I stayed with the whole time. Wow.
0: Okay. That's very cool. So now, I mean, 2015, everything clicked. And um, so then... Is, can can I assume that 2015 to now, the um, the kind of content that we see now is that what you envisioned at 2015? Like you're, you're following the path that you laid out.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely following it. But the, the crazy thing is, is, that it's also changing. Just like mm-hmm. I used to talk a lot about, I used to I used to discuss a lot of college stuff back in the day, um, mm-hmm. because I work at a college. When I did my reader survey a few years ago. Those are like the articles that people like read the least. So I still talk about it a little bit, but I've I, I realized that a lot of people like the eBay stuff. And since yeah. eBay is like my main side hustle right now, I'm focusing on that. And I'm still focusing on like other financial issues, but I'm going like full fledged, like with the eBay stuff right now. Wow. Talk about pivoting. Right. So you started, you know, you started talking
0: about college, the 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 attention wasn't there you pivoted to to ebay and now you're doubling down on ebay you're over indexing on that while you know still because that's how you started that's your roots the college or 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 the college the kind of college content is your um your foundation you're still building that a little bit while like essentially pointing it definitely definitely yeah wow that's awesome um so, i mean obviously your your background is in business uh having gone to school for marketing um so would you say that everything that you you're doing now uh, as far as uh making butler journal a brand um is that something you learned in school or even what like what you learned in school are you even using that as
1: your um as a, as a little, i i will say a little bit hmm. Um, like I'm using, I'm using um, the stuff that I learned in the marketing courses a little bit, but yeah. the majority of it is either being self-taught or learning from other bloggers. Like I haven't mm-hmm. used my degree at all for my job. Like any of the jobs I have, I haven't used my degree. Hell, I could have got, I probably could have got a couple of those jobs without having a degree, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how it usually goes though, right? So I think you're a good company here. Awesome. So let's let's go into um. Let's go into the side hustles, right? Because I feel like that's kind of what drew me to your site, where it wasn't you know when I first found out about you, you were talking a lot about um, eBay and the side hustles, and all yeah. of the and all of the hustles that you've done. Um, and now I I see that you have a book out, and not just you have a book out, but you have a course. Um, out about uh, how to sell on eBay, like you're 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 doing, you know, like everything, and I, that's just so inspirational to me. What
1: what like, how did you get started on eBay? Just walk me through that process. Man, it's amazing, man. I started on eBay actually in college. I sold a, i actually bought a couple things on eBay when I was in college. Around my senior year, I think I sold like a book on eBay. After that, I didn't dabble in it for years. Um, started back around 2012, 2013, before I did the cross-country trip. I realized that I needed to make some more money because that the money that I got back from that school, from that student loan, wasn't, wasn't enough. So I started I started selling stuff on eBay. Um, from Jordan, Dwayne, I, I never forget. I always tell this story. When, this story is one of the reasons that made me stay focused with it. I was in the Salvation Army um, one weekend, one Saturday years ago. I saw the Wayne Wade Miami Heat jersey, three dollars. Purchased the jersey, put it online for forty-five dollars, and it sold within a couple of days. I was like, "Wow, that's forty-two dollars profit right there." Yep. Yeah, it got it got me focused and it 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 got me motivated. And I was like, "If I can do that, what else could I do?" So for like the for like. The rest of twenty thirteen i was doing i was i was dabbling in it, but then when I wasn't working for a minute i was i was trying like when I got back from the cross country trip, I was just trying to do the blog and other side hustles full time I kind of like neglected eBay a little bit, but I still was selling a little bit from time to time like selling old tennis shoes here and there um but I literally was only doing like maybe. Fifty dollars this month, twenty this month. Then I would get lucky and have a hundred dollar month here, or there, and it kept going until like 2015. In and 2015, and I started started getting a little bit more focused on that. I had more triple digit months. Then I slacked again. Then fact, then we're just I'm, I only want to discuss why I slacked, but I slacked. Then last year, 2017, I started researching. I started going th- going to thrift stores. Mm-hmm. Um, I go, like, the reason why I just called is a little bit late because I was at a couple of thrift stores and I actually found stuff. I was actually out there a little bit longer than I thought, but I mm-hmm. started researching, posting things up and went from making 20, went from, make, went from making 50 to 100 each month to like right now making at least 250 per month with goals of trying mm-hmm. to get with goals of getting to 500 per month because mm-hmm. it's out. the opportunity is out there. You just got to just got to continue to look for it. And this is one of the side hustles that's gonna help me eliminate my student loan debt quicker. Yeah. Well, you you just mentioned being late to
0: the call, and uh, and if it was because you were, <laughs> if it was because you were, um, some some research on products to sell online, that's uh, that's power to you. That's that's awesome. That's that's I won't have it any other way. How
1: about I tell you that? I got you, I got you, man. Yeah cuz I just ain't, I didn't want you to think I was like BSing around but like literally was just leaving um this place called InTown Thrift and I was like crap I got to push it back 15 minutes cuz I got to make sure I get home. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow, that's wild. So I I just started getting um into thrift shops and now anywhere I go, even if it's like I was in Ohio a couple of weeks ago and I'm just walking around and I see this shop out of the corner of my eye and I'm like I gotta go there I gotta find out what they have they might have something I'll never see again <laughs> and it was interesting right because even when I walked in there I see a whole bunch of uh, of Avon um, Avon perfume I guess people used to collect back in the day and I was yeah. like huh this is interesting and I look it up and it was other like I didn't buy any of it because it wasn't going to make any money because Avon Apparently it thought this was gonna be a good thing and it was a good thing back in the day, but now uh it's mm-hmm. not. So maybe that's one of those things you like you sit and wait on until the market recycles and people are like, Oh, I want Avon perfume from a hundred years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, because the market does recycle. Yep. Yep. Yeah, just wow, yeah, just look at just look at champion. She mm-hmm. back when I was a kid, champion jerseys, champion shirts were the thing. Then some people stopped wearing it. Now everybody's back on Champion again. Like it's crazy. Do you know why? Why? Because Champion
0: started using um, people to sell their stuff. Affiliate. Oh wow. Yeah, they started uh, doing like they'll they'll go to people on Instagram and say, "Hey, wear my stuff, and I'll pay you X or I'll give you X." Hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, same thing that uh, like a whole bunch of companies are doing it now. And all these companies are catching up up to like how to market in 2020, which I feel like is really the way we should be thinking about it. Like if you want to win in 2017 or if you want to win in 2018, you want to be thinking, how do I market like it's 2020? And that's where we have to start. I agree. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Huh. That's wild. So, t- like the the blog, right? Because I feel like being being um, new, a lot of people will say, "Hey, X person's making X money in a month," and then you see that you're like, "I can do it too," not realizing, "Hey, it's gonna take you, like it's taken you five years to get here, right?" Like, not someone new coming in is not gonna really realize that. What uh, what kind of advice would you have for someone like that?
1: Um, if you if somebody's new trying to like blog or do side hustling and stuff like that, I want them to realize that they don't need to compare to any other people. They need to run their own race. Learn, learn, and make the mistakes now that you need to make because in three or four years, you never know where you can be. Um, you could be making hundreds a month. You can be making thousands a month. Just don't fall into that category. That damn, I got to make this money right now because like. You you don't you got time. Mm. You got time.
0: You got time. That's uh that's powerful. I feel like I did not have that mindset going um and when I first started my uh not this one but I started a blog before where after following Jay Money from um, uh, Budgets Are Sexy for I think I was following him for three years and I was like. Oh, he's getting out of debt. He's making a lot of money from doing this. I'm gonna do it too, and I'm gonna make the same kind of money that he's making, without really the concept, the time concept being behind it. And obviously, I don't write on that blog anymore. The domain name is gone. <laughs> uh, but now it's like understanding this is this is not a three month thing. This is a ten year thing. This is a fifty year thing. This is a a hundred year thing because it's all about legacy, right? Like. That's exactly what it's about. I'm sure you would want your kids or someone to maybe not write on the Butler Journal, but if like one day you're gone,
1: you want that Butler Journal name to not just be gone. Exactly. Like with, with, with my website, I look mm-hmm. at it as changing my family tree. Um, mm. Like it wasn't, I, I didn't grow up with Silver Spoons, didn't even grow up with a lot of money, but mm. just by going through everything that I've learned so far with the Butler Journal, I want, like when I decide to have kids and stuff like that. I want them to know that they can do whatever they want to, but just don't make the same financial mistakes that I've made. Um, you yeah. have money by the time that you're 18, 19 invest at an early age of uh, start a business. Like I would like, if they don't want to go to college, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not going to force them to go to college.
0: Mm. So that kind of leads us into the next one. Right. So, you mentioned not, you know, growing up in the ATR and I feel like a lot of people now that are removed, you hear that and you're thinking, like, when I used to hear about, like, the ATR Atlanta, I would be like, oh, that's kind of like Miami, right? Where it's, like, parties and high rises and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. like, tell me a little bit
1: about, I guess, Atlanta. <laughs> oh, man. But Atlanta used to be the place, that, the place where um, what they used to call it, the city that never hate. I'm not sure if it's that anymore, um, because Atlanta's changed so much. The, I tell people the Olympics were the best and worst thing to happen to the city. Like I'm not gonna get into too many details because we would probably be talking for a couple of hours. But <laughs> the Olympics, the Olympics put Atlanta on the map, and when you put on the map, shoot, a lot of people realize that wow, the cost of living here is cheap. The weather is great. Um, it's a lot of land here, so that attracted a lot of t- a lot of people to the city. And with that, which is with that, like it was cool because it, more companies and stuff came. But the bad part about that is that the city lost some of its luster. Like in Atlanta, don't seem like Atlanta too much, like that much anymore. Um, we're a transient city now. Uh, also, traffic is ridiculous. When they when they came up with the Traffic infrastructure back in the 70s, they didn't expect the city to grow this fast. So our transit system sucks. Um, yeah. you, It doesn't go outside of like the perimeter of the city, which is not good at all, especially when you've got a baseball team that plays in the suburbs. So it's just it's, it's crazy. Like, I don't get me wrong. I love Atlanta, but it is not the same city that I grew up in back in the day.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, with, with anything in time, with time, uh, it changes everything, right? Yeah, it does. Some for yeah. the good, some for the bad. Yep. So, I mean, you you mentioned you, you grew up without Silver Spoons. So, how has growing up in an environment like that, how has that shifted the way you operate now? Are you more um, of a bullheaded person where you're like, I want to get this blog post done. I'm going to get it done today and that's it. Or are you more like, you know what? It could always be worse. If I get this done today, I get it done today. Or if I don't get it done, I'll get it done the next day.
1: Kind of like the, the, the second option. If I get it done today, I'll get hmm. it done today. If I don't, I don't. But the thing is, I post, I will always post something on, on Tuesdays and, and Fridays. Mm. Those are my main two days that I post. So you will always see a post on those two days. Um, eighty, I say seventy percent of the time the posts are new. Sometimes I do, um, republish an older post so new eyes can see it. Like because like readership is going up. So some of the posts that I have from like 2014, 2015 that I that I kept, I want new people to see them, and I want I want new I want my new subscribers to read it as well. So, yeah. for the most part, that's that's what I do.
0: Okay, very cool, very cool. Also, you know, one thing that I I uh, I would never wish on anyone is uh is to go without a job. And you mentioned you were without one for a, over a year and a half. So, yeah. can you walk me through how? <laughs> I
1: mean, I don't know what I would do. How did you deal with that? And it's, it's wild, man. Like I had saved them a little bit of extra money before Mm -hmm. the cross country trip. Like I had like a a couple thousand to live off of because at that time I was I was I was kind of like fed up with the job that I was working. So I just quit. I quit that job. Then July 1st, 2013, went on the cross country trip. I was gone for two weeks, came back to Atlanta and I was like, what's next? Um blogging I wasn't the best at blogging back then I'm hell I'm not the best at it now but I was like damn I gotta I gotta start making a little bit of money um started I I saw somebody post something about can canvassing for like a um a councilman I hit him up I did some canvassing work from August to December of that year um it was easy money not that much but like I, I was pretty good with my money that I had saved up, paying bills. I wasn't splurging. Was it buying new Jordans? Was it going out for happy hours, stuff like that? So I did pretty good during that time. Then something else happened during my cross country trip. I won some money. I won. I was on the price. I was on the Price is Right game show, and I won. No. Yeah, and I, I won. I won some. I won some prizes. Well, they ended up sending me a check for some of those prizes. So that money, I was able to use. I got that check in December, no, no, November of twenty thirteen. So that money that money stretched for a few months. Um around March twenty March twenty fourteen, I started to get broke. So I started looking for jobs again. Um I was I own I, at the time I didn't ever want to work at financial aid again. So I wasn't working I wasn't applying for any financial aid type jobs. I was just applying for other jobs in in college or different or other like sec job sectors. When I when I when I thought my money was getting close to zero, I applied for any freaking thing. Um I got hired at Jimmy John's on a Thursday and then I got hired by the Braves to do some part time the Atlanta Braves do some part time work on like a Tuesday. So in wow. April I had two part time jobs. Um neither one job was both jobs were paying like eight eight dollars an hour or eight fifty, something 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 low. But I was making money again. So I was able. I wasn't able to save nothing, but I was able to pay the bills. Um, didn't have to ask nobody to, for money. Able to pay everything with no problems. So that was good. Um, I I did. I started. I started back applying for like more full time jobs and even financial aid jobs. So around October, I got an interview with my current job, and. In November, well, I got hired. I got I got off the job in late October, and I started November 2014. Uh, I've been working on um, as a financial aid counselor since then, and I just look back over all that stuff. I didn't like hit rock bottom. Um, I didn't have to like go do anything crazy for money. And even though I did, even though like the part time jobs, I didn't like the part time jobs because I had a college degree in both at, at both part time jobs. Um. Shoot, man! Nobody really, nobody really had degrees or anything like that. And I was—I know I was the oldest person, the second oldest per- person working part time for the Braves that year. So me being thirty and everybody else being nineteen, twenty—that was interesting in itself. Um, at the restaurant, I was like the second—the I was like the second or third oldest person as well. But it just showed me that tough times don't really last because I, that was only six months that I did those jobs. Only six months. Then I got the full time job, making the most money that I've ever had, ever made at the time. So it was, it was an interesting thing, and I learned, I learned a lot. Like I right. learned not to sit on my ass anymore, um, <laughs> and to just continue to just go for what I want. And that's right. what that that's and that's what's happening now. Like that that happened in twenty fourteen. Then twenty seventeen, I got I keeping the focus going, and this year right here. I got some more things in the work to help the in- to help the income increase even more. Cause for yeah. me, this is the year of abundance, abundance and growth. Like, ain't nothing. like t- the the time to play the time to play small ball is over. Like I mm-hmm. turn I turned thirty five this year. I don't have time to be fooling around. Wow, the
0: year of abundance and growth. I uh, I'm gonna have to
1: maul that one over extra extra hard. That was that was powerful. Thank you, man. It's it's, it's the truth, man. I, I got I have to make it happen because nobody else will. You no. Know? So I mean, obviously you've gone through some obstacles,
0: right? And I feel like that's what life is all about. And you've Definitely. come out on top. I feel like even no matter how much debt you you have, no matter how much. You'll ever feel like you haven't done anything. Just know that um, to someone like me, you've uh, you you're you're very inspirational, and that alone is uh, is, is uh, I don't think anything to to minimalize. Man, I definitely appreciate it, man. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. So, how are you gearing up to? What's the next step after eBay? Because you're not gonna be. Uh, reselling things forever on eBay. Are you thinking you might end up one day selling your own like clothing brand, your own uh like branded products that's made from like China?
1: What are you thinking? And it's the an interesting. It's an interesting top. It's an interesting question right there. Hmm. And you'd be surprised, man. It's, there's a lot of people that's doing eBay full time. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's me, but for the immediate future. I actually love it, man. I love going to the thrift stores. Love finding an item for three dollars and selling it for like fifty, sixty, seventy bucks. So mm-hmm. that, that side hustle will definitely stay there. But my main goal for right now is to start making products. Um like you said earlier, I I don't have a book. It's actually a free ebook that people can get when they sign up for my newsletter and it's it's titled Um Twenty Ways to Make 20 ways to make extra money. And it pretty much has like 20, like it's it's exactly what the title says. It has 20 different things that you can do to make some extra money to help you pay off debt or save or do whatever you need to do with the money. But products is the way to go. The eBay eBay course has done pretty good. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to like revamp that course a little bit, add some some more to it. I'm also going to create some more courses as well because there's nothing like making money while you sleep. That's like for passive, sure. Yeah, passive income is the truth. And then you mentioned yeah. the T. You mentioned the shirt company. Selling T-shirts is one of my other side hustles, and I sell those shirts basically through a platform called Teespring. Mm-hmm. I just up the, I just upload the design, promote the shirt. If somebody likes it and buy it, I get a percentage of the sale. For me, that's all I need. Like I don't never need I don't ever want to have to deal with inventory ever again in my life with, when it comes to T-shirts. Yeah, well that's
0: interesting, right? Because we were talking before about champion, and the word just came to me. Champion um, is winning because of influencer marketing. Um, yeah, they figured that out. So how are you? Planning to use influencer marketing, uh, whether that be for your shirts now or any any other future uh, brands
1: that you want to um, introduce. That's a good question. Like I honestly, right now with my t-shirts, I'm not going to use influencer marketing because they probably going to want some money from me and I don't have it to give. Um, I'm exactly. just going to continue. I'm just going to continue to like pretty much use my grassroots marketing um, skills that I've been doing, which is advertise to my newsletters, um, post the shirts like on a on Facebook, wear the shirts out in public and just, just share it like I've been doing, Because like it's it's amazing. The the eBay shirt that I've created is my best seller so far. Like I have another shirt that's been selling pretty good but it it hasn't it hasn't taken over the eBay shirt yet. And I just made that as a dummy shirt one day. But people <laughs> love that shirt. Like like strangers buy that shirt all the time. Like I check, I check my Teespring dashboard, and I get get wild sales from time to time. Like uh-huh. just crazy
0: stuff. Uh, that's that's what. Sometimes you never know. Product that you think is a uh, is a dog ends up becoming a cash cow. So you're good. Yes, yeah,
1: sir. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Wow. So I mean, you sell T-shirts. Um, you sell on eBay. And now you're using that as your leverage to come up with a course and an ebook. How
1: is uh, how's the course going? Course is going pretty good. It's been well received. Um, people people are emailing me about it. They 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 like it. They say that it's actually helping them sell some more items on eBay. And shoot, that's the reason I created it. So that's that is excellent. And I'm just gonna gonna start doing some more promotion of it get more people to view it. And that's gonna like set up a couple Facebook ads as well too in the next, in the upcoming weeks. Yeah. And your, and how much is your course? Um, the course is um only
0: $47 right now. Seven bucks. And what's like, so what's the ROI or have you done that
1: math? What's the ROI of spending that 47 bucks? Um, I haven't really done the math, but I know for a fact that if you decide to spend that $47 and take that course, I can guarantee that you'll be making at least $200 a month um, selling items on eBay, only working two to three hours a week if you choose to. Yeah. What is that? Like a hundred, almost
0: 150% return. Correct. That's, I mean, that's, that's a no brainer there. That's, uh, that's wild. So, I mean, I want to commend you for that. It's not just it's not just doing this, but you're also giving back to the community, and that's that's gonna pay off tenfold. I can uh, I can bet you that.
1: Yeah, man, got to man. It's a it, it's I, I come from the old school way of thinking, man. Each one teach one. Like mm. you 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 gotta help the community, man, because there's not a lot of there's not a lot of us out there to help each other. So if 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 I'm if I can do if I can at least help a little bit, I'm gonna try. Like mm. I don't know it all. I don't have a lot of money right now, but at the end of the day, I have some kind of knowledge in my brain that, and I know stuff, so I can at least get it out to the masses a little bit. You do. No, I think you have a lot of knowledge. So yeah, keep putting it
0: out. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to appreciate it. So um, you, you, mentioned going to, uh, you mentioned going to FinCon. I was, uh, I was just on a phone call earlier and, uh, and we talked about that. So how was, how was FinCon for
1: you? Man, FinCon was a game changer for me. That's when I started taking things a lot more serious. My first FinCon was in 2015 in Charlotte. Had a chance to meet a lot of the bloggers that I've been reading for, like, years. Um, man, I'm, I'm friends with, with, with a lot of them now. We've done, um, done some challenges together, We've done some other um, things together. And it, it's, been, it's been real cool, man. I definitely love the FinCon crowd, love the networking. Um, people are definitely down to help. Like I know I didn't know that much about blogging when I first started, but you know, I know a lot now that's because of fink hunting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm trying to make 2018 my first year. So
0: I just signed up this week. So I'm, uh, I'm excited. I can't wait to see everyone. That's what I'm talking about, man. You, you made the, you made the right decision. Yeah. Good. Um, good. I can't wait. You know, I, um, I love music and I think a lot of people say that, and it means so much to a lot of people. Um, yeah. Being from Atlanta and that has such a rich um, music, not just, our, not just like hip hop or R&B or any of that, but like just music as a whole. There's a little, yeah. I know there's a lot of country artists that come from that area too. And also having a background of, uh, of selling CDs, tell me a little bit about how music impacts your life.
1: Man, I love music. Um, music gets me, th- music gets me through life. Um, like I can remember certain, certain things from college just because I hear certain songs. Um, I can remember like different songs I was listening to on the cross country road trip or just like music that was playing, like when I was getting ready to go to the airport or going, going to Miami or going to some other city. Like I, like I love music. Heck. Sometimes I like. Sometimes when I'm like doing blog stuff, I listen to music, especially like when I'm editing or doing my blog audit. Like I like to like when I use, when I'm writing new posts for the first time, I'm usually like I, I usually need silence. But if I'm editing stuff, yeah, I usually have some some um, some talk or some Jeezy or some Prince playing in the background, something like that, or some Outkast. So it's, yeah. it's, it's I love music, man. Yeah.
0: So. Is that why you picked CDs? Is that why you picked having CDs as your
1: as your side hustle in college back then? Yeah, because um, I like I ain't trying to get myself in trouble, but man, there there were some sites where you could get music from back in the day, and right. every, like it's not like how it, like people don't realize like back in two thousand one, two thousand two, and two thousand three, um, everybody didn't have computers, everybody didn't have CD burners. MP three players didn't really get that popular until the mid two thousands. So if you had a computer, which which I did, if you had and the computer had a burner, and you had internet, and you could get the music for people, you yeah. could get you could get them the music for people before they could get it. So yep. that was my thing, right there, man. Like I, I, I was on it. I was definitely on it. No, I mean
0: that's all about essentially living in the in the in the moment that you're living in. I mean that was that was you leveraging. The current state of technology, then, to make your hustle. I mean, now I'm sure someone can a DJ. A DJ could probably sample so many songs, put it on, um, put it on SoundCloud, and, yeah. and and make something happen. It's not, it's not like I don't know what would happen from that. I feel like <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about that whole area enough to to uh, to dive into it um, business wise, but. I'm sure it's happening at at, at some sort of variety. Um, mm-hmm. but that's wild. That's awesome. I mean, and and I think it's it's great using. I don't want to say your passion because I feel like everyone says that, but it's like something that speaks greatly to you, and maybe that is passion. Um, using that um, alongside technology of the of the current moment and. uh and making something happen and you turn it into a side hustle where you use that experience of selling those CDs into into selling on eBay and then using what you're selling on eBay using that experience as, as selling um, t-shirts out of Teespring and I'm sure you're gonna le- whatever you're using from whatever lessons you learn from Teespring you're gonna use that to create that brand that you're going to build later so um i think you've been on the right path for so long and it, it's all gonna it's all gonna come together and i can't wait to see how it goes
1: yeah me either man I, it, it 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 will come together like there is no there is no plan b we'll Smith mm-hmm. said a long time ago that you should only have plan a because plan b takes away from plan a so mm-hmm. it will definitely come together sooner than later hmm. yeah I mean I I think it's already there now so it's
0: it's right now it's it's all just going to compound um wow that's that's wild so you you traveled a little bit um tell me
1: about your uh, your traveling um experiences man I love traveling um I've been out the country 3 times I wish it would have been more but this debt that I have has stopped me from doing things because I had to like make the had to make certain decisions like should i spend this month this much money for a trip to London or should i just save this money and pay this pay this debt off Yeah, so for the most part i've been doing the 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 adult thing and keeping mm-hmm. my trip below a minimum because when i started my debt journey like i i used the um the debt snowball but the one mm-hmm. thing i told myself that i was going to stop doing that i wasn't going to stop doing it. because traveling to me is a, is a life experience um, like I haven't bought new tennis shoes in years. Well, I haven't bought any new Jordans in years. I Have I don't buy like a lot of expensive clothes or anything like that. So I I I haven't did that. But what I won't stop doing is traveling because I I travel is like my anti drug man. It's, it's yeah. dope. Like I'm I'm not sure if you remember those those um commercials when they used to talk about the anti drug mm-hmm. stuff like that. But travel is my anti drug. So like yeah. I've been to Cuba. I've been to Havana, Cuba been to um Costa Rica for my best friend's wedding back in 2016 um been around been several places in the United States Miami, Chicago, New York, Vegas, DC, um Phoenix, LA, San Diego, Texas, Milwaukee. Yeah, man. So I I, I love I love traveling and it's 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 something that I it's something that I think everybody should do. Because yeah. you shouldn't just you shouldn't just stay around like traveling gets you out your comfort zone. You get a chance to see how different people live, you get a chance to see if stereotypes are correct or not correct. And you just get it like for me, when I go someplace, people always say I'm country and I have an accent. And then I'm like, No the hell I don't y'all got the accents. We talk regularly in Atlanta. But it's <laughs> it's all good though. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's wild. Yeah,
0: I mean, I uh I like traveling too and and uh I can't wait to do more of it.
1: Yeah, me too, me trust me, man. Me too. Like I have dreams of doing another cross-country trip, but this time I want to do it via train, and I want to do it like during the northern states, so probably somewhere from like Massachusetts, like catch a train from like either Massachusetts or New York and catch it all the way out to to um Seattle, Washington. And I also want to like spend some time in Europe, and I also do some stuff like in South, like South America. Mm-hmm.
0: Ne- if you uh, next time you, you you decide to do that, you got to document the whole thing, and and uh, find a way to monetize it because I feel like that would be perfect uh, context for someone who's trying to do that
1: for them to to have available. You're right. You're definitely right about that, man. And that was that was. And that's what I wish I would have been able to do to do for my cross country trip, mm-hmm. but literally when i when I started that trip in July of 2013 i just, i've only I was only blogging that was like my fourth month of blogging at the time, so it was like nothing that I could really I, I couldn't do it like that. I don't even think I was on Instagram then either, or if okay. I was I might have just I was on Instagram online, but mm-hmm. they didn't have Instagram stories, I didn't have that many followers and stuff like them. Because I really was trying to like, I really was like, now on Twitter, I was tweeting about the trip, like people were following me that way, but I didn't do as much as I could have because I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know much about it that, like, I didn't know social media as much as I do now back then. Hmm. Now you do. So no more excuses, right? (laughs) Exactly, man. No more excuses at all, brother. Yeah.
0: Wow. That's awesome. That's, uh, I mean, that's just... You're you're really inspirational, man. I I I don't know. I don't know if uh, if if you know
1: that. <laughs> man, I appreciate it, bro. I definitely appreciate it.
0: Yeah. So you know, let's just take a, a whole bunch of steps back. Talk. Let's talk music for a little bit. Have you been following the scene of like
1: the new artists and all that? To a point, yes, but maybe to to a point I have, but I'm not. I'm not. Into rap as much as I used to, man, because everybody, nobody's original that much no more, especially just keeping it 1000. A lot of these Atlanta rappers all sound the same. They ain't original. They rap about too much drug, about, they they talk about being drug heads and stuff like that. Like, they, yeah, they, they don't talk about, yeah, I just, they just, they don't, like, they they make eye music, but it ain't like how it used to be. Right
0: yeah i know it's definitely changed definitely changed huh yeah I, I uh i really i can't wait to visit atlanta one day i uh i, I would really really enjoy enjoy it. i I mean i've been to a lot of places in the u.s and some places i feel like stand out one of them being atlanta another one being like nashville which i've heard a lot of great things about um yeah that's awesome yeah man it is
1: yeah man you like you you will enjoy it down here man it's, Like, Atlanta's a dope, like, man, when we talk at, like, we definitely going to see each other at FanCon and maybe even after this conversation. Mm -hmm. I can tell you some stuff about Atlanta, man. It ain't got nothing to do with finances and side hustles. No, that's good. That's good. Um, All
0: right. So what? I have one question for you you are, you know, you're hungry to, to be a better version of yourself. You've been taking the the steps, you know, whether that's um, working, uh, documenting that, uh, that journey, and also giving back to the world uh, already. And you're, that's very, very hungry. I, I want to say that's like hungry DNA, uh, entrepreneur, or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. And where does that, where does that come from, do you think? Where, do you have like a chip on your shoulder? Do uh, you yeah, just want to uh, be better than your dad ever was? Like, wh- wh- why do you think you're doing all these things?
1: You just said both of them. Part of, mm. them, is, part of them is because of the, like I said, a chip on, the, on my shoulder. Um, mm. A lot of people, like, you think, like, people want you to fail. So mm. I'm doing this so that I won't fail. Um, I, want, I want to be able to, like, take my family on a trip. Pay off people's debt, so I'm gonna work my ass off to make it happen. That's one reason. Then number two, um, like just keeping it real, like my dad and my mom divorced back in '93. Um, he just ain't really want to work and stuff like that. He was kind of lazy, so mm. I've always had that. And I saw that, like I was I was ten in '93, so I I, I saw that. Then I don't know if this sharing too much information, but who cares? I saw um, I saw um, one of one of the child support checks come in one, one, one day, and I have a brother and sister. The child support check was forty two dollars. Like, what the hell can you what, like? What the hell can you do with forty two dollars for three kids? So mm-hmm. I, I saw that, and shoot, man! When I got old enough, I started side hustling. Like, I can remember my first side hustle was selling calendars in middle school. I did that for like I did that for a little while. Um, then it went from calendars to candy to cds to shirts ebay all types of stuff and i just never want to be the man that don't want to work Mm. like i i need to have money because you can't pay bills with love you can't pay bills with without money Mm. like some people look down like some people look down on you if you're always talking about money but this is the way society is like and like i was saying again i'm not sure how people I'm not sure how religious, if people are religious, but man, God wants you to have abundance. Mm. So I'm gonna continue to get this money and change my family tree, pay off this debt, and help people. So that's 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 the move right there for me. That's the move. Wow, that's powerful. That you, you're giving me, uh,
0: you're inspiring me so much. I mean, I I, I get where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I get where you're coming from, and uh, and I can already tell you that you're 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 gonna get it. I mean, the greats the greats have done the same things that you've done. You know, like I didn't, I wasn't selling things at a young age, but I know Warren Buffett was. I know yeah. Gary was. I know, um, like so many so many people who had that same DNA that 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 kind of work ethic. They, I mean, look at where they are now, and I. Uh, if if you're following that same foot uh that those same footsteps you're going to get there too and uh that's no doubt
1: i agree mm.
0: that's great well i am um, i'm excited to uh to see where the butler journal um how that ends and uh not ends but how that keeps going and uh and and i i can't wait to to find more inspiration in your
1: journey you, man, I definitely definitely appreciate it, man. That's that's what I'm here for, man. To, yeah. to keep people motivated, man, especially especially people like us, because we need it, we need it, man. There's, there's definitely other other avenues for like African American males to make money instead of just rapping and being a damn athlete. Mm. So, shoot, man. Whether you sell on eBay, create a website, do some technology, there's other options out there, and yep. that need to be, that need to be broadcasted to the world more than just Music or being an athlete, because all that stuff is temporary. Like if you look at these rappers, how many of them are on their masters? Mm. Not many. Shoot, man, these athletes. Depending on what sports you play, you have an average of being an athlete for in a, a, being a professional athlete for three to four years. Mm-hmm. Should I know? I know people have seen the ESPN story called the ESPN Thirty for Thirty broke. How many of these athletes get that money to be broke as hell in four five years? Right. So I'm up here trying to create. Generate I'm trying to create a business that's gonna continue to generate money, whether it's me doing the eBay or me doing some affiliate stuff or products that make money while I sleep. And that way be able to help more people once I get it and eliminate this debt. And once that happens, it's really gonna be on the pocket. Yeah. I mean when when your money is right,
0: you can do a lot. So make exactly. that the dependent only- if when you make that the foundation, you are you're setting yourself up for a lot of success. Yes, sir. Uh, definitely. That's great. Well, you were
1: at the thrift shop earlier. Did you did you get anything good? Yeah, I did. I did grab a few items. Um I grabbed a couple I grabbed a bobblehead. Mm. Um let me see what else did I grab? A, a Steven Strasberg jersey and like a little Star Wars Star Wars toy. Um and I'm going to post it up on my Instagram later on um and, and if anybody's seeing it um they can follow me on Instagram at jbutler.7 um I do like a lot of Instagram stories when I'm at the thrift stores I show I show the store I show the items and then I post what I purchased from the thrift stores as well on Instagram Wow okay
0: well then so with that that was your Instagram what's your what's your Twitter what's your website what's your
1: anything else you want people to know about yeah, yeah. Um, check out the website, which is thebutlerjournal dot com. I discuss debt, travel, style, hustle information. Like KP said earlier, I talk about my debt reduction each month. I let you know what works, what doesn't work. Um, if I'm having a bad month and not able to eliminate that much, I I just go into detail about all that stuff because I want people I want people to know that I keep it real. Um, try to be transparent, and I'm just. Shoot, man, I'm one of the people. I'm just busting my ass a little bit harder to make this happen. Um you can follow me on Twitter on Twitter at Butler underscore journal. Um shoot like my Facebook page. I'm even on Pinterest, um Pinterest.com slash butler journal. So yeah, that's 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 my social media right, social media right there. If you have a question, um if you, you just want to chop it up with me, just just, just shoot me an email at um the at gmail.com. Awesome. Hey, Jason, thank you so much for, uh, for taking a call.
0: Thank you so much for letting me and, uh, and the whole world into your story. And thank you for putting your voice out because uh, there's not a lot of it out there and, uh, and it goes a long way.
1: Man, I appreciate the opportunity KP, man. And I definitely look forward to meeting you, man. Whether it's FinCon or if you come to the ATA or earlier and man, I definitely appreciate this, man. And if you ever need anything shoot, holler at me, I got you. <laughs> All right, have a good one. are uh, you too, brother. Be easy. Yeah, keep selling. You too, man. Thank you. Bye.
0: Bye. All right, hungry nation. That was Jason over at the Butler Journal. Um, I've been following Jason for a while over at his blog, and uh, super inspiring stuff. Um, anytime I'm like, what's gonna sell? Like I even. Sold some uh, Stein um, wine, uh, what is it? Beer Stein glasses or mugs, rather, a few a few weeks back. And I was like, I saw those at the thrift store, and I didn't buy them. And he's over here selling them for a lot of money. And I actually ended up going to the thrift store, um, and found some that I bought, um, and I'm learning how uh, how to market those well, so I can get top dollar for them. So super inspirational. Follow, follow Jason. Follow the journey. Um, uh, again, my name is KP, uh, Hungry Nation. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching the show. Uh, if you like what you just heard, uh, go ahead and like, subscribe, and share. Uh, there, there's going to be more coming, so I can't wait to share them all with you. Um, until then, have a good one. Keep going and keep going. Get out there and do. Bye.